Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Personal Growth Project podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be going over five must-have healthy habits that will absolutely revolutionize both your mental health and your physical health and help with longevity. So if you want to hear more about what these five habits are, keep listening. Okay, so we're just going to get right into it because I do have summer reading to do. So the first habit is having a glass of water upon waking up and before every meal. So first of all, having a glass of water upon waking up really just helps you wake up and it improves your alertness first thing in the morning when you would otherwise be groggy and slow. Like I used to be really slow, like stumbling around in my room getting ready in the mornings until I started having this glass of water. Like it's actually crazy when you're drinking this water, you can literally feel like your brain waking up and it just really helps your body wake up. Um, Another benefit to this is that your body produces toxins while you sleep. So having this water just helps your body flush out all those toxins first thing in the morning, which is obviously good for your health. So moving on to having a glass of water before every meal. This is important for a lot of reasons, and the first reason really applies to everyone, and it's just that it helps you stay hydrated. A lot of people just forget to drink water throughout the day, so when you can make it a habit to drink a glass of water before you eat every time, that'll just help you get those glasses of water in throughout the day because, like, people are much less likely to forget to eat than they are to forget to drink. So if you can tie the habit of drinking a glass of water with eating, then you're never really going to forget to drink that water, and it'll just help you stay hydrated throughout the day. Second of all, um, it prevents you from overeating, and it helps with digestion and just, you know, getting stuff moving around in your body, which that's what hydration is important for. So when you have a glass of water before you eat every meal, it kind of fills up your stomach a little bit. So you'll be less likely to overeat. So like if your goal is weight loss, then it can help a lot with that. And additionally, a lot of the time when you're dehydrated, your body will send the same signals that it sends when you're hungry. So a lot of the time, like you'll eat food when really what your body was asking for was water. So it's really good to just have a glass of water first so you can then assess if you were actually hungry or if you were just dehydrated and in need of something to drink. So that's really helped me a lot. And I noticed that instead of like having all your water at once throughout the day, like just chugging a water bottle when you remember to drink, it's a lot more effective to just spread those drinks out throughout the day, and that helps a lot with keeping steady hydration. And of course, by now, we all know the benefits of hydration. Like, um, I'm pretty sure it helps with weight loss, obviously, just like carting stuff around your body. And it also helps with digestion, and it helps with getting clear skin. So if you're into like 
having a skincare routine and stuff, it really helps clear up your skin and just like get toxins out of your body. So obviously having habits that can improve your hydration can be really, really helpful. Okay, so moving on to habit number two, which has also been a game changer for me. That habit is having 10 to 20 minutes of time outside every morning. That can be going on a walk, just stretching outside, meditating outside, or just sitting out there and reading a book or admiring the scenery. And this is important for many reasons. One, it just makes you feel good. Like it feels really, really nice to go outside first thing in the morning when it's still cool outside and everything's pretty and no one's awake. It's just really quiet and calming and good for your mental health. And second of all, um, Huberman Lab actually did a whole podcast episode on the benefits of sunlight in the morning. But summed up, sunlight in the morning increases your daytime alertness and focus. So it just helps you focus better throughout the day. It improves immunity and it helps your circadian rhythm function well because they're like some receptors in your brain or something that when exposed to sunlight help regulate your circadian rhythm, which is if you don't know what it is, it basically is the rhythm that tells your body when it's time to get energy throughout the day and when it's time to wind down at night and go to sleep. So improving your circadian rhythm will improve the quality of your sleep and make it easier for you to fall asleep faster at night. So this habit's just really important to me and I just enjoy it a lot because it's nice to go out when it's quiet in the morning and just look at the sunrise or just look at the plants and animals around me, which sounds really cheesy to say, obviously, but, um, you know, there are just so many different things that you can do in those 10 to 20 minutes that you can switch it up every morning and still reap the benefits of getting that morning sunlight. So like, even if you're not in the mood to go for a walk first thing in the morning um, and get, you know, blood flowing to her brain, you can still just read a book out there or meditate or literally just sit there um, and you'll still get lots of benefits from it. So it's honestly one of my favorite parts of my morning routine and I highly recommend that you try it. Okay, so as for habit three, you're going to be so mad when I say this because I know that you've heard it from a million different people a million different times. But habit number three that you have to have for good health is eight to nine hours of sleep every night, like consistently. And that doesn't mean you get in bed eight hours before you have to wake up. That means you fall asleep eight hours before you have to wake up, like you're actually asleep. And that's been hard for me to wrap my head around because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I need to get eight hours of sleep. I should go to bed at X time. But then, well, usually I end up running late anyways. So I get like in bed 30 minutes later than I'm expected to. And then um, it takes me like 30 minutes to go to bed. So you want to like aim to go to bed an hour before you need to be asleep to get your eight hours of sleep. Um, and I know that this is really cliche, but literally every health-related, gym-related, appearance-related, productivity-related, school-related, or social problem you've ever had in life can somehow stem back to a lack of sleep. Like, for example, 
if I was having issues at school, like getting bad grades or just not being productive, you can actually trace that back to a lack of sleep because sleep helps you be more focused and productive and it improves memory retention. So if I was forgetting stuff that was on a test, I could trace that back to a lack of sleep. Um, social issues too. Not getting enough sleep makes you less in control of your emotions, so you're more likely to snap at someone or say something that you don't mean. You know, it's just a whole mess. But I'm going to get into each of these reasons now. So as I was saying with emotions, getting sleep helps with emotional regulation and control. If you don't get enough sleep, you'll be less in control of your emotions and more reactive. I actually wrote an article about this once. I think it was called, like, the four focuses of a happy life. And in that article, I get really deep into how sleep is so important. But um, anyways, studies have also shown that people who like are around people who don't get enough sleep actually are repelled by them. I know that sounds insane, but what I'm basically saying is that people are less likely to talk to you if you're sleep deprived. Like, subconsciously, studies have shown that people are actually repelled by people who are sleep-deprived. And I think that that's, like, a biological adaptation, obviously, because, you know, everything pretty much in human behavior stems back to the caveman days. And, I mean, obviously, you wouldn't want to hang around someone who does not have good health, because that would decrease your odds of survival. So it can actually mess with your social life a lot when you don't get enough sleep. So as for academic related stuff or just, you know, like productivity related stuff, sleep improves focus and retention of knowledge. So without enough sleep, you're not going to be able to focus as much. So you won't be able to get as much work done as you want to. And if you're a student, you'll have to work a lot harder to learn material and remember it. Because when you sleep, all your memories for the day are basically locked into place. So if you don't get enough sleep, your memories aren't really going to be locked in. So like if you did a whole bunch of cramming and then you only got three hours of sleep, it's basically pointless because your brain is not going to lock in all those facts and memories from the day. So honestly, if you're a student, sleep should be your number one priority because it is just so important and it will make your life so much easier if you're well rested. You will have to literally study way more and you will have to do way more extra work just to learn what's going on in class and remember it if you're sleep deprived. So just honestly make life easier for yourself and get those eight to nine hours of sleep every night. You will not regret it. And of course, health-wise, sleep is absolutely essential to the functioning of your immune system, digestive system, and basically every other system in the body. So if you don't sleep enough, your body is going to be way more susceptible to developing issues, like whether it be acne or digestive issues or just getting sick. And another thing is, if you're into working out, Sleep is literally make or break when it comes to getting results. You could have a flawless diet and you could be working really hard in the gym, 
but if you don't get enough sleep, your body isn't going to produce the results that you want because not getting enough sleep puts your body in a state of stress that'll prevent it from building muscle or letting go of the fat that you want to shed. So it is just so important to get sleep because it's also going to impact the quality of your workout sessions. Like you're not going to be able to train his art if you don't get enough sleep. And you're just not going to feel your best when you're working out if you're sleep deprived. So like for the love of God, focus on your sleep if you're really into getting results. That was one of the biggest mistakes that I made in my fitness journey. I was focusing way too much on just training hard in the gym and, you know, watching what I was eating, but I wasn't sleeping enough, so my results were a lot less obvious than they could have been as a result, which really honestly sucks. But if you're putting in the work and you're watching your diet and you're not really seeing results, check your sleep and increase the amount of sleep you get because that's often what will keep you plateaued. And for those of you who care about skincare and looks and stuff, sleep is also key to clear skin, which I recently learned. Because I've, like, kind of had a little bit of acne, like, always, and I don't know why, but I've been trying to clear it up, and in the past I've done tons of stuff to try to clear it up, like switching to a silk pillowcase, double cleansing, exfoliating and drinking lots of water which did help actually but at the end of the day none of it really did that much to help my skin because I wasn't sleeping enough which again put my body under a state of stress that caused my skin to break out Um, not getting enough sleep just really messes with your hormones and if your hormones are out of whack then your skin is a lot more likely to break out so for both the purpose of getting results in the gym and getting clear skin, you've really got to get that sleep in. And additionally, I totally forgot to mention this in the gym section, but, you know, eating is a really big part of getting results. And when you sleep enough, then your body will produce less ghrelin, which is the hormone that regulates when you feel hungry. So, If you don't get enough sleep, your body will produce more ghrelin, which will make you more hungry all the time, even if you don't actually need the calories, which is also an area where people will stall their results because they'll just be overeating. And if you're trying to lose weight, I mean, obviously you can't be overeating. So it's really important to get your sleep in so that your appetite can be um, better maintained and so that you don't overeat and mess up your results. Okay, so continuing on to the diet talk, habit number four is actually keeping a clean diet at least 80% of the time, which again is repeated a lot, Um, but it's just so important to good health because just like sleep, your diet has a huge impact on your ability to focus, um, your general health, your energy levels, whether you have acne or not, and the results that you get from working out. And you don't have to only eat salads 100% of the time. Um, As long as 80% of the time you're eating healthy, that'll get you most of your results. Like, you're fine to have a treat every once in a while, or to eat out with friends and family every once in a while, 
Like if you're at a birthday party, you can have that slice of cake, but just try to keep that to a minimum. Keeping a clean diet for me means opting for unprocessed foods as much as possible. So we're all really busy and it's really easy for me to want to just grab a bag of chips for lunch or a protein bar or just something prepackaged and not take the time to cook. But it really does pay off to eat whole foods, which I'm going to explain more on that in a minute. But studies on longevity have actually shown that the countries with the longest average lifespans, like Switzerland and Japan, can attribute that longevity to keeping a good diet. And the reason why is actually kind of obscure. Like, I didn't know much about this until I started doing research. But the reason that their good diet improves their lifespan actually is just because it improves gut health. Um, Apparently, having a certain gut microbiome pattern directly correlates to having a longer lifespan. So even though it's easy to think that you can eat whatever processed garbage you want and get away scot-free because you're not seeing any immediate consequences, the food you're eating can damage your gut health and silently cut years off of your life. So it will actually have a big impact on you in the end. And as for gut health, I came up with a list of some do's and don'ts after doing some research. So for good gut health, you want to eat fruits, veggies, nuts, and whole grains, all of which add a good kind of bacteria to your gut and revitalize the already existing bacteria in your gut. And you also want to eat fermented foods like yogurt, obviously a low sugar and plain yogurt, and kefir that have probiotics and bacteria, which are just really good for your gut health and help with digestion. And then finally, you want to eat foods with polyphenols. I think I'm pronouncing that right, but I don't really know, which are basically molecules that the microbes in your gut use for energy. And These foods could be dark chocolate, almonds, green tea, blueberries, and broccoli. And these foods are shown to reduce gut inflammation and decrease cholesterol levels, which are all good for you. Now, as for the don'ts, you don't want to eat processed foods because they're shown to bring destructive bacteria into your gut. So the way I like to think of gut health is I think of my gut as a garden. The gut microbiome is basically a garden, and eating foods that are good for your gut helps flowers and pretty plants grow. But the moment you throw some trashy food into your gut, like, you know, McDonald's or just really sugary snacks, you're essentially taking a weed whacker and destroying all the pretty plants that you've grown in your garden. So you're reversing a lot of the nice stuff that you've grown. So... Moving on, another thing that you want to avoid is eating lots of sugar. You really want to cut down your sugar consumption as much as possible because sugar and artificial sweeteners, so even if you want to have something labeled sugar-free, it's probably still bad for you, have been shown to kill good bacteria in your gut and cause inflammation and insulin resistance. Um, And insulin resistance is basically where insulin can't keep your blood sugar levels in check anymore and insulin of sweat helps you use glucose for energy so if the insulin isn't really working right 
um, you can get diseases like diabetes or just be more prone to weight gain. So just in general, I would just stay away from sugar as much as possible because sugar is so easy to get addicted to and it causes some really bad inflammation. So I would just all in all try to avoid it as much as possible. Obviously, having naturally occurring sugars like sugars and fruits, that's fine. But don't have stuff like M&Ms or candy or soda with those added sugars because those can be really bad for you. Just honestly, gut health is so important because, um, again, like if you're into fitness and if you're into getting results, gut health can really mess with you. So like if you're trying to get abs or something, you may never see them, even if you're eating at a caloric deficit and putting the work in, if you're constantly bloated. And having bad gut health will do that to you. And it'll just keep you in a constant state of having like stomach pain or bloating or digestive issues. And honestly, that's just really not fun to experience. So it just makes you feel a lot more energized when you take care of your gut health and when you just make digestion easy and simple for your body. Actually, like when I'm talking about gut health, it kind of hits close to home for me because, um, Actually, in September of 2021, I literally got sent to the hospital because, like, a few months ago, I'd gone to the doctor because I always had, like, stomach pain and really bad cramps and stuff. And in September, they basically took me to the hospital and they wanted to, like, take pictures of my stomach. So they stuck, like, a camera down my throat and stuff to take pictures and see what was going on. And I had really bad stomach inflammation. And when I look back on those days, my diet was not clean, like at all. I remember I ate a lot of processed foods, like a lot of goldfish and protein bars and Celsius drinks, which, oh my gosh, those drinks literally give me such bad stomach issues every time I have them. Um, But anyways... That processed food was causing a lot of issues for my gut, and not even kidding, guys, you don't want to keep eating this garbage. Like, I can go ahead and tell you, like, going to the hospital and getting diagnosed with, like, literal chronic stomach issues is not good. It's not fun. I literally have to go to the doctor, like, once every month or so and get a three-hour-long infusion of medicine just to reduce the inflammation in my stomach because, um, well, I think my condition developed because I wasn't really eating healthy and I wasn't working out enough. Um, So guys, just like for real, take care of your health. It's really not worth it to eat processed foods and not get enough exercise because it can actually bite you in the butt like it did to me. It's just not fun. And I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have to keep getting infusions for like the rest of my life because of the poor lifestyle choices that I made in the past. Um, I'm not completely sure if it was my lifestyle or if it was just something that I would have developed anyways, but like guys for real, just be careful. Just take care of your gut health. You don't want to be having infusions every month. It's a huge time suck. Just be careful with your gut health. Okay, so finally moving on to habit number five, 
which I think is honestly one of the most important habits ever, but um, all of the habits are, to be honest, equally important. Habit number five is moving daily for at least 30 minutes, whether that be daily strength training, cardio, or just stretching slash yoga. I know that's really repetitive, and I know that you've heard it from so many different people so many different times, and I know that you've already heard all of the health benefits of working out, but working out is just so huge for both your mental health and your physical health. Like, mentally, working out helps me feel on top of my game. Like, on the days when I don't work out, I feel honestly a lot more insecure, a lot less emotionally in control. I end up being less productive, and I just end up feeling kind of like lazy the entire day. But on days when I have my morning workout and I just get my body moving, I feel a lot more on top of my game. I feel a lot less stressed. I feel a lot more ready to tackle challenges that come my way, and I feel a lot more confident in myself and in my abilities. Working out is also really important for just, like, every single system in your body. Like, I'm not even joking. Working out is so big for skincare. Working out is really big for making sure that your digestive system works like it's supposed to. And it's really big for just ensuring that your blood stays flowing. And working out doesn't have to be something hard, and it doesn't have to be something that you dread. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't work out simply because they feel like if they're not doing an hour-long intense cardio session, it's not good enough. But that couldn't be further from the truth. Just as long as you get your body moving, that's really all that matters. It doesn't matter what kind of workout you do as long as you do something every day because living a sedentary lifestyle will absolutely lay waste to your health. Humans are not meant to be sitting all day and not moving. Like, we're meant to be moving around and actually doing things with our body. And I can tell you firsthand that um, going back to the whole September hospital thing and my stomach issues, I'm pretty sure a big contributor to my stomach issues was the fact that I was not working out like, at all. I remember the summer before September 2021, um, in, you know, my freshman year, which was, you know, 2020 to 2021, I did not work out at all. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm pretty sure the summer of 2021, I only worked out, like, two times in total. Like, I was not working out a lot. As I said, I was eating really processed foods all the time, and while I thought that I was fine because I wasn't really seeing any um, negative physical results or anything, it was just really, really, really bad for my health. And I'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons that my body was susceptible to developing those stomach issues, because I really wasn't getting my digestive tract moving by working out every day, and I just really wasn't taking good care of my body. So guys, don't make my mistake. Just move every day. It doesn't have to be super hard. You don't have to be sweating a ton or like gasping for air to get a good workout in. 
as long as you're moving for 30 minutes, you'll still reap a ton of health benefits. And it just reduces the risk for so many different diseases. And it provides so many mental benefits that there's really no reason in my mind why someone shouldn't work out every day. A lot of people say that they don't have time, but that's just not true. You probably spend 30 minutes on your phone that you don't even need every day. Like, you probably spend 30 minutes scrolling through social media or just, like, reading random garbage every day, and you could be using that time to work out. There are just a lot of different time sucks throughout our day that if we just eliminate them, we can definitely make time to work out. So don't let your mind tell you that you don't have time to work out. You definitely do. It does not take that long, just 30 minutes out of your 24-hour long day. And there are just so many good things that come from working out. A lot of people dread working out if they're new to it or don't do it often because it can be hard. But the more you do it, the easier it gets and the more you'll actually start to crave it. I literally used to dread working out. Like, my mind would come up with all sorts of excuses as to why I shouldn't work out. Like, it's too hard, I'll do it tomorrow, I'd be too out of breath, just like all these random excuses. But when I started working out for my 75 hard challenge thing, I got over those excuses and it actually started to feel really good to work out. Like, when you start working out regularly, you'll actually crave it, and you'll feel like you can't function without getting that morning workout in. Like, it'll genuinely be something that you look forward to if you start to do it regularly. Additionally, my mental clarity is so much better after I work out, and I always have a way more productive day when I work out than when I don't work out. Um... It just really gets the blood flowing to your brain, and that helps so much with focus and just being a rational human and making good decisions throughout the day. So as for what you should do when you work out, personally, I recommend doing regular resistance training because recent studies have actually come out that show people with more muscle mass are less likely to die prematurely than other people. Um, You know... I actually used to only do cardio when I would work out um, and just a little bit of lifting because I used to just work out for aesthetic purposes and for the purpose of looking like a twig and losing weight. But once I started lifting for the purpose of gaining strength and muscle and scrapped the honestly stupid notion that you have to be a twig to be attractive or to be healthy... I really fell in love with lifting weights and with getting stronger. There's literally no better feeling than feeling yourself getting stronger and putting on muscle and just watching your body change in a good way. Because a lot of people are like afraid of weightlifting because they think it'll make them look bulky and gross. Well, I just mean kind of girls when I say this because I think guys actually like looking bulky. But really, Weightlifting doesn't have to make you bulky unless you're like actually trying to bulk up and eating in a caloric surplus. Like you'll be totally fine if you weightlift and eat at a deficit. Like you're not really going to gain much muscle, but you still will probably gain strength. 
and that's still good for you. So you shouldn't be afraid of working out if you're a girl and you don't want to look bulky. Personally, I do actually want to put on muscle um, and I want to get a lot more toned. So that's kind of why I work out. But if you don't want to put on muscle, you can still weightlift and get lots of good results from it. And finally, I would recommend stretching. I love stretching every day because it's a good way to wrap up a good workout. And it's also a great way to wind down before going to bed. So you can just look up like a nighttime stretching routine and just taking 10 minutes to be quiet and peaceful and stretch out your body before going to bed feels so amazing. And it just really helps you feel good in the morning when you wake up and go to work out. So all in all, those are the five habits that you must have in order to have good health. These habits are all so important, and I really hope that you guys took a lot away from this episode because I think it's the most helpful one I've made so far. So if you liked it, please be sure to leave this podcast a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to speak on the podcast, the podcast application form is always open at the Personal Growth Project Instagram. The handle is at Personal Growth Project Official. Just go into the bio and there's a link that you can click that will take you to a short Google form where you just give me like your email and what you want to talk about. And after that, I will get back to you and you can come on the show and talk about whatever you want to talk about. So thank you all for listening and I hope you have an amazing and productive week. 